You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Hello, welcome to the Video Marketing Podcast. I am Matt Johnston, and I am so, so, so excited for you to be here with me today. I'm going to be talking about something so powerful that it has the power to transform businesses overnight. I am talking about the power of a testimonial video. It's something that me and my company pride ourselves on being the best at. We do it differently than everybody else. And I wanna share with you exactly how that is so that you can do it for yourself. So uh, here, let's, let's talk a little bit about what a testimonial video is first, just to start with. Um, a testimonial video, uh, what that basically means is that it's a video that endorses your company in some way. It endorses you, it endorses your company, whatever it is. It's uh, it's a video review. It's much more powerful for someone else to talk about how great you are instead of you talking about how great you are. Makes sense, right? That's the power of it. People know when they're being sold to, but to be able to have one of their friends, somebody that they already know, like, and trust, tell them that, it just makes a huge, huge difference. The power of video with this is obvious somewhat. It's empathy, like I always talk about, when you can actually see that human being, when you can like get that human connection there, it makes a huge difference to the impact. The, the empathy factor just gets ratcheted right up because we get the opportunity to have a human connection. So these videos can come in all sorts of forms. We just got done doing a few for a client. They were sort of shorter form and, and, and we were putting captions on them. Uh, the way we like to do them um, for, for our Vesta program is that we do these bigger, deeper dive testimonial type videos that are interviews cut into human stories around the product or service that it's a testimonial for. So the basic idea here is that we set these up as interviews. So why do we do this? People ask us why we do these as interviews. Wouldn't it be much less time and resource intensive if you were to have someone take their phone, turn on the selfie camera, press record, and just go to town on it. It's creative control, really. <laughs> but more so than that, it actually goes much deeper than creative control. Really, it, it, it's, it's, it's this thing that I always talk about with how people feel the need when they're in front of camera to perform in ways that I often feel is not necessary. We're sort of raised with this mentality that we need to be something <laughs> that is not us in order to impress people. So we see this and feel this within ourselves when we go to parties, when we go on dates, when we have to speak in public in front of people, when we are on podcasts or whatever, uh, and of course, when we're on video. So this is why I see so many people that run businesses or whatever, and they try to do the on-camera thing and they just can't do it. Or some people try to do the on-camera thing and they sort of fail because they just can't get to the authenticity. Like they're just too far removed from it. 
you know and and we've spent our lives being being put in this place that Instagram has solidified for us where we just don't feel comfortable being raw publicly we feel like that vulnerable side creates a chink in our armor that someone could too easily find and exploit this is a human thing this is just the way that we're raised this is just the way that we're taught to live largely on 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 mass on the whole and these are the things that we have to get over i taught acting um for a few years and i directed plays for a number of years um, in new york city before i got into the world of online video and such and that was what i was often doing what i was always doing 100 percent of the time when i was coaching people to act, teaching people to act, I was spending all of my time getting them out of their own way. There was just years and years and years of psychological crap layered on top of their own unique, authentic amazingness that was getting in the way because they felt like they were being put in this performance type situation or let's, let's not say i mean they weren't pretending they they were in a performance situation and so they flipped a switch and felt like they needed to turn it into something different this is how people are on video so it's one thing when i coach business owners entrepreneurs whatever who you know because they're often making videos to get in front of people for their business so they want to, you know, add authority and give value and all of those types of things, things that I'm a huge fan of and I, I coach people to do all the time. Uh, I'm doing that for them. I'm helping them get out of their own way, largely. But also, when you're talking about regular humans, um, because in our, in our VESTA program, a big part of it is that we get a couple of brand evangelists to actually, like, we recruit them and then we work with them to create high-quality testimonial content that is in this storytelling form and it's based on empathy and authenticity and imagine just asking somebody like handing them a camera and saying okay i want you to go be raw and authentic go <laughs> everything that you think is vulnerable i want you to do that thrust into it how many people are gonna see this matt i don't know a hundred thousand whoa 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 what <laughs> and then they just run away and they don't want to be a part of it um, I thought for, you know, we, we, we sort of batted back and forth how we were going to do this, um, but I've been suggesting this for years, so we just decided to bring it into the business and figure out how to make it work from a resources standpoint, but I've been talking about this for years. If you ever are trying to get testimonials or if you actually have anyone in your company who you're trying to put on camera, but you're having trouble finding a way to put them on camera, then interview them. Don't have them look at the lens. Looking at the lens has this psychological effect on people where they get completely lost in that moment. And chances are, if you think you're good on camera, you're probably not, which is why I highly recommend doing some sort of coaching because people need to tell you when you're getting in your own way, which you often are. You just feel like you need to be like this other version of yourself. And I mean, I, I'm a slightly different version of myself. I don't always constantly speak like this to people all the time. It's not like I just run around being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. but yeah, like when I'm in a bar or whatever, I've stopped, I stopped drinking 
three years ago. So I, but I do go to bars occasionally because people want to meet in bars. <laughs> but when I go to bars, I do talk exactly like I'm talking right now. That's why I talk. I talk about this in the book about the dive bar test. That if, if you can pass the dive bar test, you're starting to win because that means you're speaking conversationally and in an authentic way in the same fashion that you would if you were just talking to somebody in a bar sitting across the table. And I mean, if I was passionately speaking about something like I am now in a dive bar, <laughs> I would do it exactly the way that I'm doing it right now. Um, so anyway, we're sort of venturing into this like other territory of why we're choosing to do testimonials in this way, but they're extremely powerful. So the way that we do it is we sort of do a structured interview and we we lean into these pressure points. So I just use, I use my journalist background here. It's a little bit tough to train because some of it is gut, um, but I lean into the more difficult moments, which is the important thing. So we set up the interview, so I'll set it up so uh, you, st you still record it on your phone. And, and, and what we're actually working to do with our remote clients is we interview them on video chat and then they set up the phone on a sort of tripod next to them. They've got it in 4K or 1080 on their front-facing camera so they can see that they're framed up right and they press that record button. They're not looking at the camera you do, not, you do not need to look at the camera. In fact, it's actually, it has this weird psychological thing that happens when we see people talking just off the camera because, you know, kind of like I am right now, you know? Like, you're, it's sort of sending a message to you and I'm recording this on video as well, so some of you who are watching this can see me. Some of you are hearing it on the podcast. Uh, but there's a camera on me, and I'm not looking into it. I'm just talking because I mean, I'm focusing on the podcast. I'm recording myself doing a podcast. You know, it's a fly on the wall. But there's that voyeuristic thing. There's also that subconscious social proof going on, almost like you're consulting. Like This is why I highly recommend everybody record themselves. Like If you're trying to get a personal brand off, one of the things that I do, we actually have a program, like an omnipresence program, where we help like personal brands like bolster their video presence. And one of the things that we do is we shoot a series of videos with them in a consultation, like a fly on the wall. Because subconsciously, you're thinking to yourself, wow, like, Again, not consciously, subconsciously, because they're thinking to themselves, oh, if that person is trusted to give advice to somebody else, then I must trust that person by association. So that's the triangle that's happening there. And it's very powerful. So this can happen in the testimonial videos as well. There's that sense that this person is being interviewed. It's very different. It almost feels less desperate and, and more real. Like, if somebody is getting interviewed, they're getting interviewed for a reason. It sort of subconsciously applies uh, desire to speak to this human being. And when you see that, you have that subconscious desire to speak to that human being because uh, we're all hardwired for FOMO, whether we, <laughs> whether we believe it or not. So how we do it is we, we, we interview, we set up the phone with the tripod, all of those things. And uh, I'll usually start off asking some very, I try to do these very fast. You start off asking some simple questions to sort of warm people up. Uh, where do you live? What's your family like? These kinds of things. Here's the thing. Even when it's about your product or service, you cannot focus on your product or service in this interview. 
That's not how it works. If you want to get to the human story, you need to weave the organic story through who they are as human beings and then into who they are before and after using your product and how that's impacted them as human beings. So this testimonial footage uh, ends up ends up ends up carrying that weight. Okay, so we interview these folks. We you know how many kids do you have? You know what are you interested in? What do you do for a hobby? Blah 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 blah. So 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 we talk about these things and we sort of build rapport uh, because we're going to try to dig a little bit deep after this. Um, and uh, if it's if it's if it's there, there, there's, there's a psychological, there, there's an empathetic, powerful psychological reason that everybody uses any product or service. So if, for example, it's Gatorade, <laughs> I know it seems silly, but something like Gatorade, it's a sports drink. I mean, why are you not just drinking water? Um, and there's obviously marketing there and everything, but there's the reason that the marketing works. Um, and there's, of course, a reason that the product works. There's a reason that electrolytes exist and help your body hydrate in a way that can give your body what it needs. I don't know the science of Gatorade. <laughs> so anyways, that psychological reason might be tied to wanting status as a better athlete, a more energetic athlete. Let's just say that we have clued that in. Um, so, so and, and, and we'll have to do some probing in the interview to start to get a sense for, you know, what the deal is with that, why it would happen, if it truly happens, all of those things. But as we dig in a little bit, you know, we'll ask, um, oh, okay, so, so we find out you're an athlete. So, so where are you? I mean, where would you say? Are you the best? Are you the best athlete on your team? Are you, uh, I mean, where do you sort of sit? You know, I'd say, oh, I mean... You know, I'm kind of in. I'm, I'm I'm in the middle. Like I had this one moment where, um, you know, I, I I came in third. I was super proud of it. Man, I was so close to getting first. Um, it was tough, uh, but but I was almost there. And and I, we're not talking about Gatorade. We're talking about them as human beings. And we're starting to get to something really empathetic here, because people, everyone, can identify with this idea of competing for something and then not succeeding, not hitting your goal, coming in third instead of coming in first and not coming in second. So why did I dig into that a little bit? I would say, I would say, oh, how did it, now this is where you have got to ask open-ended questions. Open-ended questions that get to the emotional core even when it's uncomfortable, that's the whole game. Do not forget that, write that down, do not forget that. Okay, so I would ask, how did it feel when you were standing there in third place, feeling like you hadn't accomplished what you wanted to accomplish? And they're going to say, oh, man, are you really asking me? <laughs> it, this just got real. I thought this was a testimonial video about Gatorade. And they're going to say, I mean, it, it is, of course. But the reasons why people care about products and services are because of who they are as humans, I, I'd say to them. And then they'd say, okay, so, and, and I'd say, okay, so how, how did it feel? I mean, I know I've lost a bunch of things before. This is when I use empathy as a play, when it's sort of hard to get to things. Not a play, but, you know, like I'll try to I empathize with them. But like it's happened to me all the time. Like I come in, I've come in second, third, fourth, like 80th, 
many times over. <laughs> um, I completely understand that. Uh, so, but, but, but tell, t tell me how it was with you. I mean, I know how much it hurts with me when that kind of thing happens, move on. But, but how did it feel in that moment? What was that like? And I'd say, well, it was really hard. I, I mean, I was like, and I, I might say, what kind of emotions were you feeling? You might say, I was frustrated. Uh, I felt like I'd done a lot of work and it didn't pay off I you know it, it just wasn't it wasn't my proudest moment and I'd say you know and I might say okay did, did you did you start working harder after that like how did you recover from it and he might say well no I mean I was actually pretty defeated I just sort of moped around for a couple of months after that and I didn't really dig into it and now we're starting to get somewhere and I've already got at this point in the interview pretty much everything I need for the testimonial. And you might say, but you haven't talked about the product yet. And I'll say, hey, the reason why people get this, uh, 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 connect with this social proof is because they empathize. And I've got all that empathy there now. I've got the problem. Okay, so then we can talk about Gatorade. So then we'll talk about Gatorade, right? And I'll say, so you drink Gatorade, what's your favorite, fla favorite flavor? like blue and I'm like oh really you like the blue and the bl blue's actually not my favorite <laughs> I, I I tend towards the red or the grape but I totally cool I'm I am Gatorade agnostic so 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 uh I mean what so, so you weren't drinking it before but then you started drinking it right um why did you start drinking it and he'd be like well I saw a commercial where I felt like it was you know they they, they were talking about how it was better hydration like it was more electrolytes and how that would help fuel your energy and give your body what it needs and I would say so so you were really interested so, so, so you find yourself generally is this how you find yourself you, you find yourself interested in making sure your body get what it needs because not everybody's like that uh, is this something that you work towards um, and I usually don't ask questions that are like yes or no questions because you can get bad sound bites out of there. But but I know that I can probe if I don't get what I need. And um, so he might say, yeah, yes, um, that's true. That's true. Uh, I, I just sort of I want to make sure that I get the things that I need in my body because because I know it makes me perform better because I'm an athlete. And I know that the way my body works is directly tied to how well I'll perform. And how well I perform leads to if I'm going to compete at a high level or not. And so obviously I do. Um, and I might say, okay, so how does it make you feel when you are putting things into your body that you know are what your body needs versus when you're neglecting that? How does it make you feel when you know you're doing that for your body? And you might say, well, I feel like I feel prepared. Like I feel like I know what I'm going after. I feel like I've done everything I can, you know, in, in, instead of feeling like, oh, I just drank water or I just, or I like ate, ate, ate a cookie before, before a match. Um, I, I feel like I've prepared my body as much as I can. Like I can't like lose and then just like blame it on something else, like blame it on my hydration or blame it on something. Like I know that when I go into this, like it's really important to me to know that my body is prepared for these things. Does that make sense? I'll say, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And does Gatorade give you that feeling? Like how does Gatorade help you feel that sense of prepared?
Well, I know it has all this stuff in it, right? Like I know it has the electrolytes that I need. You know, I've seen this research and I've seen all their commercials and everything about how it replenishes you in a way that regular water wouldn't do when you're looking for hydration. And so, you know, when I, when I drink it, you know, in, in the middle of a match or before I, I feel like, I feel like I'm prepared. Like, I feel like I'm ready to go to battle if, if that makes sense. And I'll say, yes, it does make sense. Thank you. Testimonial over <laughs> because I've got the whole video and it's amazing. Right. Um, for the most part, I mean, the, the, who knows? I mean, there, I'm sure there's a couple other, a couple other things there. Um, but you, do you see how I would craft this now? We would start, and this is the, this could be a two-minute video, like a story, and then you can slice little bits of, of, of it out and use it in whatever platforms you're using to advertise in, or just on your website or however you want. But you see how the story would work. So you have this. Uh, basically this conflict, this pro it's a story, right? You have this conflict, this problem that's brewing, which has this inciting incident, which is him coming in third at this match and sort of hitting rock bottom after that, actually not competing for a while and the way that that made him feel. And it took him a while to sort of get back on his feet. And he feels now, he's in a place right now where he does feel like he's able to do these things. Um, and uh, but, but, but in between there is when we start to weave in Gatorade. And because, because we would be able to weave in the story. Uh, so one of these things that's tied to your success is that you're, un, you know, he'll say, you know, I always want to feel prepared. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and as we'll cut it, we'll link it to this event, right? Because it does tell a story, and it's and it's story. It's true. It's a true, authentic story. He was not using Gatorade before. Is using Gatorade now. Now we're not saying that Gatorade turned his life around. We're just saying that it makes him feel prepared, and it makes him feel much more prepared to not come in third again, because we know how that made him feel emotionally, and we know how that makes us feel emotionally. So as we structure the video, we start with that inciting incident and that conflict. We move on to Gatorade. We talk about, you know, oh yeah, I use Gatorade, you know, all, all, all these things. Like, oh, my, my favorite flavor is whatever. Now, how does it make you feel? So, so, so then he'll go into, I just wanna feel prepared, you know? And, and when I drink Gatorade, I feel prepared. And by positioning the, this video in this spot rather than earlier, just because it happens to be about Gatorade, you're setting up a story where Gatorade has solved that problem subconsciously in people's minds. This is what this is what's going on in people's minds as they are subconsciously saying and thinking to themselves that they will not come in third because they drink Gatorade. Like we're making that connection known. And it's not inauthentic and it's not silly and it's not stupid. It's powerful and true and real because this person likes Gatorade and he really feels like it makes him feel prepared. He wasn't doing it before. Awesome, powerful stuff. It really is amazing. So this is how I do these things. And this is why you have to use an interview. And this is why you really have to get that journalist's mind because that whole story is totally gone and completely garbage if you don't get to the emotional core. So there's this inciting incident in someone's lives, a conflict that they needed to overcome, you need to find out what that is 
and that becomes the reason. Now, of course, tied to the problem that the product or service solves. So in this instance, it's Gatorade and it's an athlete. We have an obvious connection there. So if you, I mean, recently we did a guitar learning tool. And so we were talking about what guitar means to these folks that were giving testimonials. We, we, we still have this client. But I mean, in the, in the Vesta program, every month we get new testimonials like this. So the, uh, one of the folks, for example, associates their first child. He bought the guitar for his child to like be a part of it. Unfortunately, he lost that child. And that became the story. Because now it was got a guitar to play for his first child. As he lost that child, it ended up turning into a situation where he tied the guitar psychologically to that tragedy. And so it sat under a bed collecting dust. And what got him out of it? This guitar learning device quite literally. And again, story is true and authentic, but if you don't probe, you will not get that story. You will only get surface level junk. And you know, no, no, there's nothing people say that's junk and I don't want to say junk, but you know what I mean? Stuff that's not valuable. It's not going to move the needle. It's not going to tell a story. You have to be there. You have to control that content. It's that important. These, these, these are pivotal pieces of content in your business. So I hope that helps you get a, a sense for it. Um, I, I would love I would love you all to try this uh, on your own for sure. I really, 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 really want you to try this on your own because it is very, very powerful. And, and really, it's all stuff that's completely doable. The, the hardest thing for people is that one question that you need to probe in on, you know, like the, the Barbara Walters question. <laughs> the the one that gets the tears, right? And it's not like I'm trying to get tears. I just I want to find out this person's story. Like that's my job. That's my job. Um, so please let me know if you implement this. Um, hit me up on social media anywhere. Uh, shoot me a text uh, at 610-904-8076. I love to hear about when people get wins. If you want to know about the Vesta program, you can go to brands.vestamedia.io. Vesta. Did you hear that? Could you say brands.vestamedia.io/getvesta. So that's the that's the program we have for small businesses where we create uh, testimonials, brand evangelists, communities uh, communities for those folks. Uh, so nice talking to you. This was a really really fun show. I, I really, I really, really enjoyed this actually. Um, thank you so much for being here and for being, for being a part of this. And, uh, if, if you got value today, please, please like, and subscribe, tell your friends about this. I don't do a ton of podcast promotion. I just come on here every week and try to, and try to give value. Maybe I should do more promotion. <laughs> Busy guy. But, 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 but what's really important to me is that I show up. So I'm here. That's value. Uh, I hope you can use it. I hope you can make better testimonials now. Move the needle for your business. Uh, and let me know if you need anything, okay? Let me know. Uh, have an amazing rest of your day, week, weekend, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this. And I look forward to talking to you again soon.